you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. I'm Rhett Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. Ahead of the season finale of the biggest season ever, week 18, getting you set for this slate of games that will decide the postseason fate of some teams, particularly in that Raiders-Chargers game. Win in 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 the final regular season game of 2021-22 season. And here with us to break it all down here ahead of this final week, Jim Trott. Jim, what's your take so far on this bonus week to the NFL regular season? You know, Red, honestly, I don't feel it's any different from previous seasons. Ever since the league went to the scheduling change where they put division games in the last couple of weeks, it feels the same. I think the only reason to some, or I'll speak for myself, the only reason it feels a little longer to me is because of all the COVID stuff we've been going through. You know, yeah. where it just feels like this season has has just worn on you, you know, from all the uncertainty and those sorts of things. But just in terms of the matchups and that, it's been this way now for, what, a decade or so. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, it feels normal to me. That to me, like the all division games in the final week of the season has been one of the best things the NFL's ever done. I mean, because that has given us, that gave us some of those, like, you remember those Seahawks 49ers matchups from a couple years back, the win and in, or winner gets the division. Like, that stuff really puts things on the line in this final week of the regular season. So I agree with you on that. Um, What have you heard? Yeah, good. Criticize the league over a number of things it has done, but I agree with you. This is absolutely nailed. This is, yeah, it's perfect. Now, but I mean, a devout Peloton rider yourself, I mean, like you're in great shape, Jim. So like, I I mean, how's your fatigue as in covering an extra week of the regular season here? You feel like you're still in good shape? You're going to be ready to do this here? 
Well, the funny thing is I, I've now gone, I think, five straight days without writing. Oh, my goodness. Travel and all that. I'm telling you, Rhett, <laughs> I, man, it's like I'm going through some withdrawals here. So after yeah. we get with this podcast, I am going to You're jumping on. Okay, good. Yes. Good. But yeah. having said that, no, for me, the extra week hasn't been anything for me. Yeah. Speaking as candidly as I can, the hardest part for me has been these changes because of COVID where, for yeah. instance, we can't get in locker rooms. And so one of the beauties of what we do is being able to go to a backup center or a backup tackle or somebody, you know, not a star player. Who's not on the podium. Yeah. And, 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 and just talk about maybe something that happened in the game or a teammate, what a teammate brings to the team or, or a situation or whatever. And we don't have those opportunities. And so yeah. personally, one of the things I hate most is pack journalism where you <laughs> see pods of reporters go from player to player to player. And it's all the same thing. And unfortunately, that's what this has become during COVID. It, it's sort of packed journalism because we're all getting the same thing. And if you, you know, you can use your, your connections to circumvent teams, but then that creates headaches, you know, that you really don't want in terms of dealing with teams because you're all trying to deal with this. So for me, that more mentally, that's been the hard part for me is that you can't do what you've always done sure. in the way that you've always done it. Sure. Um, I'd love to hit on a couple of things here with you. Um, let's talk about the Cardinals because I believe the last time you were on, we chatted about the Cardinals. They had just come off a big win over the Rams, right? Early season, uh, something they had not done very often, certainly not in Cliff Kingsbury's tenure. We four. Yeah, you're right. And, and look, they went on a terrific run where for much of this season, best record in football, number one seed in the NFC. Then Kyler Murray got hurt. They kind of held serve with Colt McCoy. And then he comes back. They find themselves on a three-game losing streak at an important juncture of the season, but then go into Dallas and beat the Cowboys. Where do you feel like the Cardinals are right now, still with a shot to win the NFC West if they win against the Seahawks and if the uh, Rams end up losing to the San Francisco 49ers? Yeah, you know, I'm talking to some of their coaches during that three-game losing streak, particularly after losing the first two, the sense and the word that I got from them is that they felt that this was a young team that didn't understand that when you get to December football, um, every game matters and has to be taken seriously. And things had gone so well for them that they kind of thought just by walking out on the field, they were going to yeah. win. To be in the playoffs with two games left is an accomplishment. We understand that, but um, we know we've got to improve a lot and uh, play better football. we we got to stop. Um, hurting ourselves in these games uh, before we even think about, you know, taking the next step. And so you go and you play, who was it? I think they played, was it Houston? No, it was Detroit, if I remember yeah. right. Yeah, Detroit beat them. Yeah, and they end up losing that game. You know, with a short week, you don't have time to really uh, worry too much about the loss. we got to get it corrected tomorrow when the players get in with the film. Um, you know, like I said after the game, we didn't play like we can play it, but you got to give Detroit a lot of credit. They had a great plan, played really hard, um, executed at a high level, and, and beat us. And it was sort of that mentality when you talk to some of their coaches and people where they thought it was sort of a fait accompli. They're just going to go out, and the game is going to be theirs. And so it was a hard lesson for them to learn. Then they come back and the next week and, and, and play better, but end up losing a close game. But I still have some reservations about Arizona from this standpoint. And when I say reservations... I don't mean that I don't think they can make a run. It's just I have some concerns. Yeah. 
that number one, you know, DeAndre has been out for so long. What's that chemistry going to be like when he comes back? Number two, Kyler and AJ Green have been together all year, and yet there are still moments where I see they're not on the same page, which concerns me a little bit. Saw that in Green Bay. High snap again. End zone and picked off. Intercepted by Rasul Douglas. And the Packers are going to win it. A.J. Green was the target, and he never looked for the ball. Well, didn't, not only did he not look, it looked like he was almost blocking out there. I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what A.J. was doing at all. And then number three, defensively, all of a sudden, they're giving up chunk plays that they didn't give up earlier in the year. It's a good point because they're down to like 17th in the league in terms of allowing big plays and the number of big plays per game that they give up, which is, you know, which is definitely further down the rankings list than where they were on, you know, when they were nine and one going through 10 games. So they have the Seahawks this week. Obviously, Cardinals are already into the postseason. Uh, They're fighting for seeding. They're fighting for the division and they got to get a win over the Seahawks to stay alive uh, in that fight for the division. Rams and 49ers obviously have something to say about it uh, with that matchup. But looking on the other side of this one for the Cardinals, you know, the Seahawks have been a popular topic this year for all the wrong reasons, right? Um, this is a team that normally is, is very much in the hunt, uh, you know, not just for a playoff berth, but for a division title for, you know, one of the top seeds in the NFC. And that's certainly not the case this year, sitting at six and 10 heading into this week, dead last in the NFC West, which now, of course, begs all the questions, considering what we heard this offseason about Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll's a time to move on for everyone, all parties concerned. And I feel like every day we get some sort of new quote or something and it just it feels very awkward and very weird. What, what has been your intuition and, and your kind of um, uh, knowledge about what's what is going on right now in Seattle and what might happen? You know, I, I, I used to think that Aaron Rodgers was the most passive aggressive <laughs> star in the league. And I, I now tend to think that Russell Wilson is the most passive aggressive superstar in the league from this standpoint. You know, when he comes out and says, I, I never asked for a trade last offseason and whatnot. Yeah, maybe you didn't. But when your agent comes out and says he hasn't asked for a trade, but <laughs> these are the five teams. Right. You know, it's like, come on now. Really? So as I have said previously, if we thought last season, last offseason was drama filled for the Seahawks after a winning season where they go to the playoffs. Imagine what this offseason is going to be like after a losing season where they don't go to the playoffs. Because the one thing I know about Russell Wilson from, I spent time with him before um, he became the starter in Seattle. It was actually that preseason. And I was at Sports Illustrated. They had sent me out to do a story on him. So I go out and we go have sushi at this place because he loves sushi. And they had this, this sushi roll called the Russell roll. You know, so already, already before he had even established himself like this. And so we sit there and as I listen to him, you could tell that the one thing he is he is consumed with is greatness. Yeah. And for him to be included in that conversation with the Tom Brady's of the world or the Aaron Rodgers of the world and whatnot, he not only has to be on a team that wins, he has to be on a team that makes noise in the postseason. And so I just can't see him behind the scenes being completely happy with what's going on in Seattle. You know, I, I hope it's not my last game, but, you know, at the same time, I know it won't be my last game in the NFL. 
you know, so I, I'm just focused on the day, you know, and getting better today. And so that's, that's my focus. That's my goal. I love the city and I love this, you know, this moment. So, uh, you know, I love these guys. And so we, we got to make sure we get better today. That's the only, that's the only thing that matters. Knowing that in all likelihood, they're going to have to do some rebuilding here and they don't necessarily have all the capital, the draft capital to do that. Having given up a number of picks for guys like Jamal Adams and whatnot. Exactly. So it's an, old, it's an older team. It's yeah. a high paid team. And yeah. so like in terms of those, those marquee players, that's a, that is a tough spot to be in if you're John Schneider and Pete Carroll. Exactly. And so I, I, I have questions about whether or not he truly will want to be back under those conditions. The flip side of that is like people say, is Pete going to be back? So, so I've had people ask me, do you think yeah. both of them will be back? And my, my answer is no, I don't. I think one of them will be gone, if not both. Having said that, I do want to say this about Pete Carroll. I think that that too many fans in this league have very short memories. And I'm not saying that that things are great in Seattle right now with Pete Carroll and Josh Schneider and whatnot, but also think back to where that franchise was before he got there. And the fact that they this will be the first time that they have had a losing season since Russell got there, um, you need to appreciate that. And so I, I just, for all these people who say, Pete's got to go. We got to make a change. I always say to them, then you tell me what the flip side is. Careful what you wish for. Yeah. When you make that change, tell me who you're bringing in who's going to be better. Yeah. And I'm not sure that you can tell me someone who's going to come in and be better based on the situation that, that is happening there. So I'm not one of these people who's saying throw Pete out. Having said that, I do understand the realities of the NFL where it is harder to replace a franchise quarterback than it is to replace a head coach. And that's why I'm fascinated to see where ownership is going to come down on this. Sure. Sure. Do you, do you say, look, we understand there might be some real moves that need to be made here, but we've got one of the best quarterbacks in football right now. Why would we ever let that go? Even if it makes it more difficult to surround him with talent moving forward. But John Schneider is as good as is, you know, among the best talent evaluators in the NFL. And you got to feel like he would be able to figure that out. So I, I agree with you. That's an important distinction to make, though, about uh, replacing coaches and quarterbacks. All right. Another team looking for a head coach finds themselves on the verge of a playoff berth here. And that's the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. And we get into that right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. 
you think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard. But All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Week 18 is upon us here back on the NFL Inside Report podcast. Jim Trotter is here with us. And uh, Jim, getting set for Raiders Chargers, the final game to this Week 18 NFL season finale in what has been the biggest season ever that we've been talking about. Uh, And from Vegas, win and in for the Raiders and the Chargers. Two teams that have had their ups and downs, and obviously for the Raiders, like we can't even begin to get into the issues that they have dealt with off the field, which again, you know, unfortunately popped up uh, earlier this week with Nate Hobbs. But let's let's talk here on the field, Raiders Chargers. How do you view this matchup uh, with these two teams here? Uh, fun. <laughs> You have to remember, I covered the Chargers for eight seasons, so I got to see a lot of this, This, if you want to call it a rivalry. I've seen some tremendous games, and I've seen some games where it's like they should be in the history books for the wrong reason. But to me, being in sort of, you can call me an old AFC guy, AFC West guy, in the sense that the first football game I ever went to as a kid was a Raiders game at the Oakland Coliseum. And then again, being a beat writer in that division, uh, This is fun for me. And these two franchises clearly don't like each other. Uh, And it it goes back a long way, preceding even the Holy Roller and that they came into the the, um, AFL together in 1960. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it um, because whichever way this game goes, there are so many storylines and so many narratives that will come out of it, Uh, you know, good and bad. So, yeah. Uh, so I just, I, again, I just, I, I look forward to it. Yeah, I, I do too. And I, I think it's got some, uh, some real layers to it clearly, um, you know, with, uh, with, from the Chargers side, I mean, man, 
There was a moment where we thought Justin Herbert could be the MVP and uh, the Chargers were the, the most skilled and talented offense in football. And then they tank for a couple of weeks. They lose to the Texans and we they call come that back. Chargering, right? Yeah, we call that chargering. And they've still found ways to lose games at the end this year. Uh, you know, and they, they've blown out teams. They've gotten blown out. It's really hard to like find the water level, right? To, for, for what this team really is. Maybe that's what this game shows us. Um, I do think that one of the interesting matchups is is obviously the, the aerial attack for L.A., the deep ball attack that Justin Herbert uh, does as good as anyone in football, uh, throws as any good as foot in football, and then how Gus Bradley tries to defend that because Gus was the kind of the one guy that bucked the trend this year on trying to defend the Chiefs, you know, by parking those two safeties in the, in the parking lot uh, and trying to keep those explosives down. It didn't necessarily do that. And the Chiefs took advantage. I don't know, like what gives in this game in that in that sense is one thing to follow. You know, for me, first and foremost, I'm interested to see how Vegas stops the run because yep. the one thing it has to do is it has to make Justin Herbert one dimensional. Because if it doesn't, and we saw Austin Eckler go off in his own way against him the first time around, yep. I'll never forget after that game. Um, I, I was waiting outside the locker room. Or on my way to the interview room, and I remember running into um, Chargers owner Dean Spanos, and he was just like, "Man, I love Austin Eckler. You know, like he's one of my favorite guys. You know, and you know, outside of fantasy football, people a lot of folks might not really know. You know, um, but they've got to find a way to limit him first and foremost, and they've got to find a way to make Justin Herbert one dimensional." And what we saw last week against Indianapolis is that they were very good at making Carson Wentz one-dimensional on third down. You go back, the Colts had 11 third downs on, I believe it was six or seven of them. They were, I think it was six of them. It was seven yards or longer for first down. And the Colts ended up going 0 for 6 on those. So first and second down to me is going to be critical for the Raiders' defense against a guy like Justin Herbert. And if they can control those downs, then I think they've got a much better shot, obviously, of doing well in this game. I mean, what a huge stretch for Vegas, right? I mean, they, uh, you know, they come off the, the terrible loss to Kansas city at Arrowhead where they lost. Everybody's we're done. And then they just rattle off three in a row in Cleveland at home against Denver in, you know, not the prettiest of fashion, but who cares? They were W's and then they get a W on the road against Indianapolis, who Jim was, I don't know, the hottest team in football after wins over the Cardinals and the Patriots. Yep. So, and that's the thing. Each of those teams, even Denver at that point, was still in consideration for a playoff spot. Sure. So, all three of those clubs, those weren't just like doormats that that had kind of mailed, were mailing it in for the end of the season. They were playing for something, and this team has come around. The thing that I like about, or I find interesting about the Raiders right now is number one, Derek Carr has taken a lot of heat over the years about being so conservative in his approach and not throwing the ball down the field and whatnot. But what we are seeing, particularly the last few weeks, is he is being much more aggressive with the football. Third and eight. Blocked by Miller at the left tackle to the end zone. Caught for a touchdown! Tyrell Williams! And he beats Quincy Wilson. A second touchdown pass for Derek Carr. And the reason he says that he is doing that or able to do that it's because the defense is playing so well. It's allowing, I think, just under 16 points per game during this win streak. 
if I throw a pick, defense doesn't care. They don't even blink. They go out and they don't even, don't even let points happen, you know. And it's it's unbelievable. You get, you get the ball back and you're still right there in it, you know. And um, there's been years in the past where if I turned it over one time, you know, the game might get out of hand. And now that our defense is playing like they are, um, I've been more aggressive. There's no doubt. But whenever we can, um, you know, play complementary football. As long as we have a chance at the end of the game, you know, we'll always take those those chances, man. We feel good about it. So if you look at the Raiders offensively, the last three weeks, they've had seven turnovers, which is tied for second in the league. But this defense is, has been so good about not allowing opponents to convert those into big points that Derek says, you know what? I can stay aggressive. I can keep pushing the ball, you know, or taking chances because I have that much confidence in my defense. Whereas in previous seasons, and these are my words, not his, he basically said if he committed a turnover, the bottom would fall out for the Raiders, and they weren't able to respond from that. Well, now they are. So what that does is if you look at them in the last two minutes of recent games in particular, they've been really good offensively, and he's been really good. So I think they're playing great complementary football right now. What makes this so fun now is they have a real belief that they're onto something. And now they get to play a team that jumped on them early in the first meeting. But then if people remember, they rallied late late and made a game of it. And Joey Bosa had some unflattering things to say about Derek Carr after the game. Uh, We knew once we hit him a few times, he really gets shook. And and you saw on on CeCe's sack, he was pretty much – curling into a ball before we even got back there. So um, great dude, great player. He's been having a great year, but we know once you get pressure on him, he kind of shuts down and he's not as effective with the, with the crowded pocket. So uh, that was, that was the key to it. And I have a feeling that that's going to be remembered, even if it's not being talked about now. And I think that, I think Derek Carr is going to have a point to, to, to make in this game. So, well, let's let's continue that here, that little thread for a second, because how much of this game, like how much does this game really mean for Derek Carr uh, as the player, as the leader of this franchise? And Jim is the future of this yep. franchise as a yep. quarterback. Absolutely. No question about it. No matter what anyone internally wants to say publicly, the reality is that they're, they're, they're at points this season were still questions about whether or not Derek Carr is a long-term future for this franchise, knowing that his contract is coming up soon and they have to make a decision on him. So the question becomes, who's going to be the next head coach? Is it going to be Rich Bisaccia or right. is it going to be someone else? And how do they feel about Derek at that point? You know, so... I've always liked Derek Carr. I, I feel like Raider fans have been incredibly hard on him because I think that there are some things that, again, you win in this league with complimentary football. And as much as we, 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 we focus on quarterbacks and all of that, if you can't stop people or if you can't run the ball, um, if you have to be darn near perfect, it limits how you play. And I think that there was some of that involved with him. And I love the fact that Derek is basically saying, now I'm going to take my shots and whatever happens, happens, you know, and in essence, I'm not going to play scared, you know, or play not to lose. I'm going to play to win. And I I love seeing that. I remember I texted Greg Olson earlier in the year after um, Derek had one of those moments and he kind of, for him, popped off. 
And, uh, and, and Greg, you know, in essence was saying, yeah, it's good to see. We just got to keep it up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and look, keeping it up. I mean, that's, that, that's what this would mean. That uh, would mean an opportunity to get into the postseason, Um, and, uh, you know, it's something that, uh, th- this team has not seen much since Derek Carr has been the quarterback. So would certainly love that opportunity again. And as you mentioned, you brought up the, you know, one of the biggest questions, like what does this game mean for Rich Passaccia? Like, does it have an effect on whether he is truly given real consideration to be this team's head coach going forward if they win or if they don't, Jim? Look, Mark Davis is not a guy who tips his hand, you know, in these situations. The only, the only time he ever showed his cards was with John Gruden because that was someone he had pursued for what, seven years. Yeah. to come back and coach the franchise. So I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know what he's thinking. I do know this, that based on everything that this organization has been through this season, including that embarrassing loss to Kansas City, if they are able to rebound from that and to make it to the playoffs, if he is not given serious consideration for the head coaching job, I think it'd be a travesty because I think he would have earned the right then to to try and lead this team under yeah less trying circumstances. Jim Trotter, uh, fantastic insights as always, Jim. Thanks so much for your time. All right, Red. Thanks for having me, man. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, You're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Reports. Be sure to download, rate, and review our show on iHeartRadio, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods. We're back with you on Monday to assess the playoff slate that will be set following the Sunday of Week 18. Any coaching moves that might be made and more on NFL Inside Report on Monday. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Poroshka, I'm your host, Red Lewis. We'll see you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.